Welcome to Granny Shifton, I'm Ryan, and this is not going to be a normal Granny Shifton episode. Unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances, we will be postponing the new episode till this coming Saturday. So, until then, please enjoy the Chad Limburg interview from March of 2021. We had Chad on pre-Fast 9 to talk about... Uh, any upcoming projects or talk about how Fast and Furious affected his life and career and the possibility of him coming back to the franchise. So take a listen. It's interesting to listen back after F9 has come out and enjoy. We'll see you on Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, it's Jesse from the original Fast and the Furious and you're listening to Granny Shifton, the Fast and Furious podcast. Welcome to Granny Shift, and I'm Ryan. And I'm Jason. And we are not discussing a minute today. Nope. We have a very special guest on the podcast today. He is an icon and an inspiration for his fans. He's a lover of Star Wars, a ghost hunter. You may know him as Sherman O'Dell from October Sky. Great movie. Or you may know him as the demon, demon hunting Dr. Badass from Supernatural. Mm-hmm. But we know him best as the mad scientist. Mark III Jetta driving car enthusiast Jesse from the cinematic masterpiece The Fast and the Furious. Welcome, Chad Lindbergh. Amazing. Thank you so much. That was a really <laughs> fine introduction. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, very excited to talk to you. Oh, it's an it's an honor. I when you guys sent me the cameo request, I that's when I was like, oh, what what is this? Granny says, <laughs> I just thought it was perfect. And so I was like, okay, the, the one stipulation I had is like, now you got you to have me on the show. Yes. Yes. Here we are. Yeah. We couldn't turn that down. That's right. Yeah. We've had questions that we've been waiting 20 years to ask you. And now we get to ask you. Uh, it's so exciting. And what a better way than the 20 year anniversary than to answer these questions. Right. right? That's right. Exactly. Yep. So I don't know. Uh, our podcast, basically what we do is. We watch one minute of a Fast and Furious movie, and then we discuss that minute. It sounds kind of goofy, but I mean, each episode is like 10 to 20 minutes long discussing one minute of a Fast and Furious movie. (laughs) Yeah. So like we get into like all the details. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the we try to find all the mistakes, all the funny parts, weird expressions, you know, all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I'm all about it. Please. Let's uh, (laughs) let's go deep. All right. So one thing I know or I noticed as we broke it down second by second, I'm pretty sure that you might not have died in the first movie. You got shot. And they held you. Yeah. Uh, Then cradled me. And then the scene changed. Uh, Yeah. So there, there was no discussion or any sort of indication that Jesse died. right? Right. Right. I think I think it's wide open. Do I think he probably is dead? Sure. However, if they wanted to do some Hollywood magic, mm-hmm. uh, I think they could totally find a way to yeah. bring back some sort of nostalgia that oh, I yeah. think uh, that I think the, the fans are craving. Oh, I, yeah. I, th- I think Han was way more dead than you were. And they brought him back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that guy was really dead. Like I watched him explode. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, when, when, we, when we made the movie, like, you know, the crew was stealing VCRs. So, right. like, <laughs> yep. you know, times have changed and like we just saw bullets and Jesse went down very, you know, dramatically. But we just saw the cradle and then, right. you know, like, you know, Vin walked towards like, you know, the car, which we all get pumped for that moment. Oh, yeah. Right. right. And... Yeah, so then nothing's discussed after. I don't think in any, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think in any other of the of of the series um, of the movies that Jesse's mentioned again that he died. No, no, I don't think so. Do you, do you no, exactly. think it was left open on purpose at the time, or did they the directors talk about that with you, or at they're like, the sorry, time, you're off, man? Yeah. yeah, no, at the time. You know, when the movie came out, it was discussed. And I do remember hearing a couple of things from the director 
the director would not have, um, I think would have had, Rob would have kept me around. And I think the producers at the time were like, oh, you know, Jesse doesn't die. They were saying that to my reps at the time. And then it went a different way. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. entire thing went a completely different way with Too Fast and Too Furious, I think. And um, which wasn't, it is what it is. Uh, it just did not work. I think uh, Jesse didn't work within that world. And it just, uh, it moved on. And then, uh, you know, uh, Tokyo Drift. And then, of course, number four came along. Right. And they kind of figured it to like a way to like knock it out of park. Right. And, you know, what movie can you say that like had an original and then like 20 years later, they're still making them and they're extremely successful. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. It's, it's insane. And it's awesome. And it always goes back to number one at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. Always. That's always a favorite. Oh, so, yeah. What? Since we're talking about the other movies. Other than the original, yeah. which is your favorite of the series? Great question. I have seen all of them except actually in no for particular reason other than I just haven't. I have not seen Tokyo Drift. Really? And, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, and I want to, but I want to see it on a big screen. Mm, that, uh, was, that was right? definitely like and the black sheep the of the series. Very exactly. Different. exactly and for whatever reason i just didn't go at the time you know it's also like you know for me you know whenever whenever a new movie comes out it's amazing but also like jesse's not in it so like (laughs) i'm like ah god yeah and then i just never got around to seeing it however when they picked it up in four and then it kind of blew up again in a whole different way i was like what is this what's going on right uh, right. So I've gone, I've gone to see it in theaters every time. I, I'm, I'm a supporter. Um, but for me, I think other than the original, I think number seven was um, my favorite. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of reasons, and I think it, it uh, absolutely has to do with Paul. Yeah. And you know, it was just everything about that movie and the way they did it. I thought was, was a wonderful way to yeah. pay tribute. And so, uh, how many times did you see that in theaters, Ryan? I don't know. Not enough. Oh, yeah, but... Tell me, I'm so curious. I'm so curious. How many times? Did Actually, you I don't. I thought you I went like three times. Yeah, I went with three you or, to see it. Three or four. Yeah, but that's the one that um my wife makes fun of me because that is pretty much the only movie I say I almost cried at the end. But it's the only <laughs> like we watch all this like you know she loves like the Notebook and you know all yeah. this emotional stuff and I don't cry and then I'm like it's Fast and Furious Seven right. Paul's Paul. on the beach, you know, with Mia and their kid, and they're all talking about him. And I know <laughs> we all feel that way. I think yeah, they did yeah. a nice job, and, and then of course Cody stepped in and helped, and mm-hmm. and I think they just did a beautiful job. So for me, uh, I think Seven was my my favorite outside of um, uh, the one that I was in, and yeah, you know, I don't think any of us, at least I, I, I can say that for myself, did not expect the movie to become what it became and it was definitely a shock to my system in the best way possible and uh you know changed my life definitely instantly yeah Um, yeah. you know and 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 it also touched on a nerve i think i'm right because as soon as that movie came out like the the car the underground car uh world exploded everything just yeah yeah Yeah. i mean how old were we at the time maybe in 12 2001 13 well, that was 10 years ago yeah. 20 years so ago. we were just getting into like cars and like I, it was like that was the best time in the whole modified car scene oh, yeah. i think when cars are like now it's i don't know the car scene's a little different now yeah. i think cars well, back oh, then had a lot of uh character yeah <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you like i you know because i love hearing about it like at that age what was it about that movie that was awesome to you like what was it that was like captured your attention so i that was right when like the uh need for speed games were getting big too where you can modify your car and need for speed and for us we weren't old enough to drive we'd walk up to blockbuster and rent the movie (laughs) and walk up and we'd be up late like watching it and then we'd like try to design the the cars to be the same on the games i don't know and then like just there was a car scene like actually in real life too so i don't know just 
Fast and Furious was like real back right. then. Now you don't see cars like that driving around, I feel like. And yeah, I don't know. It was just exciting. Yeah, just all the like cosmetic stuff they did to the vehicles back then. It's like when you're 10 or 11, that's like what you want to do to your car. Like, yeah. who cares Total, about the yeah. engine? I want it to look cool, right? Right. right? right. But then as the movies went on, they focused more on, you know, drugs and guns. Yeah, it just totally changed. <laughs> it's like one through three is focused on tuner cars, tuner yeah. cars, and then t- kind of changed to totally something different after yeah. that. But I mean, we love both things, but there's something so nostalgic about the first one. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, especially now. Especially yeah. 20 years later, you know, uh, there's a lot, so many replicas now. Right. My buddy of mine, Dom on Instagram, we build my Jetta. Oh, yeah. Dom Dub. Yes, Dom Dub. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Dom Dub and his team for. They did an outstanding job. Um, is that your car he, now? Did he build it for you? No, so what, you know, what happened with, with that whole situation, I found Dom on Instagram and somebody had kind of told me to look him up when he had built Paul's car and I didn't know him from anything. And he built the Eclipse and I was like, man, I reached out to him. I said, you, you do beautiful work. I haven't seen anybody do spectacular work like this. And uh, he wrote me back, thank you so much. And I'm like, well, you seem cool, man. How about you do the Jetta? I go, in fact, now you have to do the Jetta. And and then we can go and do great things with it. And um, since then, I think it was within six months, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, he, he built that thing, him and his team. They flew me out to Canada. And um, uh, there's a video. There's a, a video of, of a, basically them presenting the, the, the Jetta to me. Oh, and nice. um, every year we take it to the Paul Walker Memorial Ride that we do up in Canada pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and the idea behind that is to, like we were talking about, uh, bring back the nostalgia. Because yeah. man, when people get around these cars and they come up to them, people start crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, and love the video. Priceless. When you guys are, it's like a imitation of like race war. It's some like car meet or something, and you're driving around looking for Johnny. For Johnny Trim. That is hilarious. <laughs> totally, man. Totally, people, people are blowing people's minds. Like yeah. they were going on because they Just did to- not know I was supposed to be there that day because we had to change locations. So nobody really knew. And Dom and I show up, and we were kind of like uh, we had set up like way off the tracks with our cars, and we we're taking photos and whatnot. And uh, we were like, because Dom and I are always thinking, how can we turn this on its head? So we got the jet, the Jetta and drove around and was asking, really, that was truly, we were, you know, asking people oh, if they had seen Bloody Man. And they were like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, because first they see the car like, oh, sweet. This is, and then, yeah, yeah. I imagine realizing it's you. They're like, what? Like, man. The mind, yeah, that was they, awesome. Yeah, it, it, they can't handle it. It's too no. much. Yeah. It's yeah. Too much. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, are you in touch with anyone from the original movie at all? Good question. No, actually, I have not spoken to any of the cast in years. Uh, like I mentioned before, you know, I, I, uh, with Paul, maybe I had hung out with him a couple of times, like after the filming of the movie. Okay. And I would say I, seen jordana a couple of times over the years but like at a movie in passing right. and play. um and that's it i have not seen vin spoken to vin in 20 odd years so uh you don't have like fast and furious uh reunions and stuff where i'll get together and uh eat chili and or i guess <laughs> exactly. it should be Bar- dry, barbecue chicken. dry chicken yeah, don't, right? don't. <laughs> dry yeah, exactly. chicken. you would think you know family <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, like, yeah. Family, uh family. no yeah i have not seen anybody um i actually that's not true i who recently i've connected with again is noel g who's just a a, a, a great guy and a, a great actor and character he's just a lot of fun yeah. uh, oh, doing man. a lot of car shows recently mm-hmm. i should say pre-pandemic <laughs> and um yeah uh noel g um and i will say uh i spoke to rick Yoon yeah recently which was kind of cool so Who uh rick Yoon, johnny tran himself oh, oh okay nice yes. noel g is <laughs> hector right what's that noel g is hector right uh, so, yeah no, noel g is hector okay. is hector in a lot of movies that's kind <laughs> of a joke um and yeah man but but besides that 
you know, man, I haven't spoken to to anybody. So there's no uh, like I, bad blood that you left. You just it was, everybody went on their own way, I guess. Or yeah, man, that was it. You know, like I said, like oh yeah, no bad blood at at all ever. Um, man, you know, like I said, like when we did that movie, um, it was kind of just a pure time. It was uncomplicated. You know, uh, nobody was famous yet. Mm-hmm. It, the, the success of the movie had not happened. It was just kind of like. And then, and then it exploded and it became this phenomenon that nobody saw. I did not see it coming for, uh, not that I didn't believe in it. I just did not in my 24 year mind or whatever. Yeah. 24 year old (laughs) mind could not comprehend that at the time. And then when it came out, um, you know, getting mauled in, you know, in restaurants and getting like, (laughs) and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this is something yeah. else, man. Uh, and it taught me a lot that you just never know. You yeah. absolutely never know. And the fact that we're able to sit 20 years later and talk about it here on Granny Shift, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's right. Um, so did you, uh, when you saw the movie for the first yeah. time, you got done yeah. filming it, when you saw it for the first time, what were your thoughts? You know, <clears throat> we had the, the premiere in LA and my, my family came down. I remember it was a packed theater and um, I remember my dad being next to me and being over the moon, just absolutely blown away by what he was seeing and like all the scenes and, and him being uh, goosebumps talking about it, just him being all revved up, man. And just so like blown away that his son could be in this movie and, and the crowd I remember uh, after it was over, you know, giving uh, the director a hug and him kind of looking at me with this kind of look in his eye, you know, like it's about to change. Mm-hmm. And and then it was right when the movie came out. Uh, I lived right next to a theater at the time. So I walked down and actually saw it with a matinee crowd and sat in the front row. And, uh, so, so in was, like public, you went and saw with yeah, everybody else. Definitely. Did, I, did I, anybody I know who public. you were? No. Well, no. Oh, man. I sat in the front. <laughs> and again, at the time, I did not think that anybody could put it together that it was me. So I was completely ignorant to it. And so after the movie ended and people were all excited and I was like, oh, my God, I saw it with like a real audience that was not right. part of the industry or anything like that. So I hightailed it out of there, but one of the funniest things, and I wish that this would like find the, you know, the, the light of day somewhere. As soon as I came out of the theater, there was a film crew, a news crew. <laughs> they were like, hi. They were like, what did you think about the Fast and the Furious? Oh. <laughs> they put it, they, yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. And I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. That's hilarious. And I kept going. And then I kind of like put my head down and kind of like sat there and kind of listened to people talk about it. And I was like, what is this, man? This is something different. And then so I remember sort of walking. What's that? You kind of knew that that it was good. It turned yeah, out really well. Like, oh, this is something else. And then started getting recognized right away on the streets and people. And I was like, oh, this is, this is different. And then uh, I went home to, uh, I'm from Washington. And I, I went home to see it with my family. And we went to a town, I don't know, close to home and saw it. People didn't know I was there. And then when they saw I was there after the movie, I was literally just getting, you know, mauled (laughs) for lack of a better term and people were losing their minds and i was like (laughs) holy shit okay and then from then you know it changed my life and uh uh and then you know it was interesting because it kind of like subsided for a while and then like i don't know like this these movies again and then like instagram and all this nostalgic stuff and then it's like it's just as popular today as it was then yeah right yeah it reminds me um i'm a pretty big star wars fan um and it reminds me of like how like when the prequels came out you know people were super excited about them but then people went to go see them unlike fast and furious people saw the prequels and they were like oh that wasn't what i really wanted but now it's 20 years later from the prequels and people are like super nostalgic for the prequels yeah just like you have to get past that time it might have lulled for a little bit but now that 
the Fast and Furious is 20 years old, people are like super nostalgic for it now. And like, there's, I'm like, we started doing this about this podcast about two years, a year and a half. Yeah, about about that long. A year and a half ago, a year and a half ago, and maybe not even that long. But it's just like we jumped into this scene that like I didn't even know existed of like these hardcore Fast and Furious fans. Yeah, there's people that, I mean, there's Reddit pages about Fast and Furious. Yeah, so. yeah, but it's yeah. crazy awesome it's it's cool right yeah but yeah. I, I still can't believe in a lot of ways i mean because it, in what movie has literally going to be 10 sequels right and, yeah. and, and each one seems to outdo the last and i'm like this is crazy man <laughs> and i and i except the George, first i swear here if, yeah i know for a fact one day they are going to make a prequel Probably <laughs> to the original. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I even you know, just I, I just knew it. I just found out what this past year that there is a a prequel, whatever you call it, intermit oh. a movie that happens in between the first and second movie. Right. It's like a short six minute film. Have you seen it? It's like really low quality, the, but with Paul the, the turbocharged prelude, I think it's called. Yeah, and it has Paul like no. basically, you know, like the first and second movie don't make sense because one's in California, one's in Miami, and like how Paul ends up out there, and like sorry, Brian, but um, <laughs> they're vastly different. Yeah, it's a six-minute film that explains all of it, right? Like him traveling across the country, street racing for money, and then ending up in Miami. Yeah, it's terrible quality actually, but yeah, it's uh it's not great. Yeah. Um. Anyhow. So was there anything uh was there anything that you um liberated from the movie set when you left Fast and Furious? Oh that, <laughs> that I did I did I did I uh that I took that I had right um, like any cool mementos or anything? I I wish I could say yes. Um no, I you know like I you know universal Basically, you know, they do, they own, they own right. it. So everything that we had, it basically, you know, was just from a studio. Um, you know, these days you bet I would take something, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you know, why not? Um, but yeah, like I said, like nobody even thought twice, like, right. Yeah. You know, at least I didn't I was just completely oblivious that this would actually <laughs> like off and it did. And I'm like, Oh, wow um but yeah no i wish i could say that i had like the wallet you know or uh right uh, right anything. the, hat, um, the but, beanie but, however the, the uh the jettas are now in museums and okay. um been reconnected those the hero jettas over the last couple yeah. of years so that's been cool so that just sold at auction yeah like Didn't, for a crazy amount of money last year right? i thought frankie muniz it, had it oh. he had it for a while yeah, okay. he had it for a while, and then I think he sold it. Um, which you ever talked to I him? Would have loved no, I've never met him. Okay, he's actually the drummer yeah. in my friend's husband's rock band. Did you what? know that? You didn't oh, know that? Cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> what a weird that's connection! Funny. Weird connection, but yeah, right. I yeah, I give him a lot of credit. He basically, you know, he he does his own thing. You know, I think he. I don't even know if he acts anymore, and he's just like, hey, I'm gonna go and do this. Yeah. And, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. were you uh like a big car guy at the time or are you like looking for an acting role and it worked out funny you mentioned that so no actually like my dad and i joke over the years so my dad you know he's a retired police officer now but he um he was a mechanic for a lot of years my grandfather was a mechanic uh that gene never hit me <laughs> <laughs> you know I, i'm definitely an actor like i'm definitely just you know, like I just was, you know, not the car guy growing up. I, I was just, I, I bumbled with it. I was just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm that guy. Um, mm-hmm. And so my dad and I would always laugh and uh, uh, we would joke because um, one of the things he would teach me to do and probably the only thing I could do was just check the fan belt. So if you look and there's a picture online or I think it's in the movie when uh, I think Brian comes to uh, well, before we do the um, the computer scene. 
Mm. And I'm checking, I'm in the car and I'm checking, or maybe it's a deleted scene now, but I'm in the, I'm in the hood, I'm actually checking. You're the doing the only belt. thing you know how to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, at the time. So I said, well, Dad, I'm going to do this for you. So I would just check your fan belt. That's awesome. And, uh, but no, I, you know, all those things, of course, I had to learn and understand at the time. Um, but, I, you know, I'm an actor and it's funny and I have a deep appreciation obviously for cars now and I'm in that culture. I always will be in some capacity, but what's funny and in my mind just doesn't work technically. It's funny. I play the characters that are all like this and that, but like me, I don't operate that way. Um, but yeah, the, the, the funny uh, thing with the mad scientist is um, yeah, I am not really a mad scientist. I just play. <laughs> well, that's so, funny because like your character on Supernatural, it's kind of like the same type MIT. of way. Right. He went to MIT. Yeah. And in yeah. Fast and Furious, he's Brian says you should go to MIT. So it's kind exactly. of exactly. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I I have a tendency to have been cast uh, computer computer guys, uh, computer techs over the years and um like i said you know my mind just is not that technical yeah you were uh, like the hipster nerd back in 2001 before it was even a thing yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i had the, the fingernail polish and yes. all things yeah. um but it was the, the funniest thing over the years is people will come up to me and be like oh i have a uh, a four five six you know rg <laughs> you know the list off the slang, and I'm like, that's incredible, amazing. Um, <laughs> I never say, what is that? You know, uh, but man, it's a, a soda from a pizza shop. Yeah, yeah, but it's they. Gallardo, yeah, what is it? A Gallo Twelve. The Gallo Twelve. Yeah, or the Gallo Twenty Four. That's a too fast and too <laughs> furious. Yeah, from the second movie. So who do they have like come up with this car lingo then? Because yeah. we like when you watch it like second by second, like we have been. You like yeah. kind of pick up like that doesn't really make sense, you well, know. And the, like the film, the first film especially is and the second, I guess, are notorious for saying things that aren't quite right. You know, like the whole scene with the floor plate falling out of the eclipse. Right. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like, that kind of yeah. stuff. Did they did like the writers or the producers like consult people about car stuff or did they just they did. like oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Like, I, you know, the whole original idea came from uh, from the director, from Rob Cohen. He went and actually went to these to these races that were happening. These um, uh, this whole he kind of tapped into the world and it kind of once he he was there and in that world, he realized that, oh, I've got to make this movie. So he had this with him the whole time. I mean, he just knew you know and so so yeah they definitely um talked to people that were in this world and then you know a lot of it too was hollywood and sort of right. like that sort of like we're right. gonna just kind of like you know it yeah. looks really cool and like you know right um i think what was also cool at the time that hadn't been done um that was very effective in the movie was that it you felt the speed for the first mm -hmm. time on a, on yeah. a film like you actually right. felt that adrenaline and, and that hadn't been done yet. I think it, it had been tried, you know, people had tried to do it, but this actually made you feel like you were in the seat and all the new stuff that, you know, he was doing like with the camera work through the, you know, yeah. through and all that kind of cool stuff, man. So yeah, um, done yeah. very well. Oh, I remember yeah. It's made it, you know, it's what made it work, you know? Yeah. And um, afterwards, there were yeah. so many films that tried to like imitate the yeah. cover of Fast and Furious and make it look like a street race film. And we rented so many of them oh, and yeah. watched them; like they were all terrible. We were looking for that same high yeah, off like, of another oh, movie. We want another street racing movie, but like nothing they was didn't even exist. close to the Fast and the Furious. Totally. Not even close. I yeah, it just literally tapped into something, and people literally, you know, like you said, went and saw it repeatedly in theaters. And, and yeah. uh, it was incredible that people were jazzed up <laughs> like this right. is incredible. And a lot of people would go hop in their cars after the movie, speed oh, up, yeah. get pulled over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was always crazy leaving the movie theater. Totally. Uh, yeah. The car, yeah. everybody thought they were a street racer then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do you only drive Mark III Jettas now, or do you drive something else? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Dodge Challenger. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, a 2010 Dodge Challenger. I, I enjoy it. Um, I, I'm not a, uh, I've never been a flashy person. I just, 
you know, I, I enjoy a nice car. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, go to car events and, um, you know, get behind the wheel of some really nice cars. But I also like, I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. Right. Um, you know, I'm so careful. Yeah. It's the same with the Jetta when I go see Dom and he's like, uh, please, you can drive. And I'm like, no, Dom, I, 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 know, like, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Uh, but we have a lot of fun with it, man. We do. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy my challenger. So what yeah. um what are some of your favorite memories from making the first movie? Question, you know, it was uh it was just the perfect summer. I mean, it was the perfect summer vibe. It just felt like, man, everybody's cool. We're so, all having fun. Like, what was the length of time you filmed in? Three months. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. I, of course, was not filming the whole time. Um, obviously, like Van and Paul had much more to do. Um, That's fast compared to movies now, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it hadn't been done yet. It was just kind of this new thing. Yeah. And now, obviously, they've got into much more complex uh, storylines and, and stunts and crazy, crazy stuff. Right. Right. Um, but at the time it was, you know, a moderate $40 million budget, you know, yeah. for Hollywood standards, it's pretty, you know, right. low. Right, yeah. uh, and, uh, and then it blew up. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So we have some Patreons for our podcast and we, uh, yeah. gave them the opportunity to ask or send us some questions that we told them we'd Ooh. ask you. So, uh, uh, one asks, were Paul Walker's eyes really that blue? <laughs> We comment a lot watching through the first and second movie. Like, I don't know if it's they just how they glow. It. like his his eyes are like so blue. And uh, so that's why that person said that. I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, yeah, from I never thought about that. But, you know, looking back, you block I mean, eyes, you couldn't like guys had great eyes, absolutely, you know. Um, and, and in fact, uh, the line in the movie when I say he's beautiful, in, yes, uh, yes, that was that was improv. Um, <laughs> because he he was sitting over there. Yes, and, uh, uh, well, you were trying uh, on sunglasses. That's what it was. Yeah, yes. and Johnny and I went over, it, and I think the director was like, "Just go over there and just say some things." And so, um, like his hair. <laughs> yeah, so I I was uh, Paul Walker, a very good looking man. So I was just commenting on that. And uh, I love that they kept that. So, yeah. you know, so well, yeah, I, I would, I would agree and say, sure. If, um, you know, sure. Uh, another question. Um, are there, do you like wake up in the middle of the night with a Jesse line in your head? Like, do you have lines still <laughs> memorized or. You know what? No, no. What, what's funny about it is I, I kind of live it through everybody else. And I, it's funny, like the 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 lines that became, you know, infamous. I never expected in a million years, like the overnight parts from Japan. Yeah, right. <laughs> For some reason, like that day, I remember doing that. I remember actually getting that line and being like, eh, "I don't, I don't." It doesn't make sense. You know? <laughs> yeah, or just I was just kind of like maybe unenthused, or I was like, I don't yeah. know. So I kept doing it. And then Rob, uh, the director, was like, come on, Chad, put a little spice on it. That's what he said. <laughs> so I did. And then I, it came out like overnight parts of Japan or whatever, however it sounded. Yeah. And then I remember thinking, OK, you know, I don't know if I was thrilled about that. <laughs> and But then like people were like, oh, I love that line, overnight yeah. parts. And I'm oh, like, yeah, really? <laughs> It's you know, top, so it could be top it, 10 most famous lines. Yeah. Cool. Will decimate. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so yeah. I, <laughs> I, I learned, I'm like, you never know. And people to this day love that stuff. And so I, I'm like, okay, I, that's, that's pretty cool. So I, I don't know if like that. every time you sit down for a meal, you say that prayer from, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't want to say the prayer too much. I, people ask me on cameo and stuff like that to do the prayer and I, I'm always <laughs> happy to, to help. Uh, but then I have to like, sort of like put, put the, you know, the dialogue up there. Right. 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 Yeah. It was you know, 20 years ago. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you know, if it came down to it and I had to memorize it again and like put some finesse into it, totally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, usually I have to look that one up. 
Yeah. So are most of your lines memorized like the day of and just long enough for to do the scene? Are you memorizing like the whole movie ahead of time and then coming in and yeah, uh, the whole movie uh, movie ahead of time. Oh wow. Yeah, they give I, you the script and you're going over it constantly. Absolutely. Until it's time to go. Absolutely, because if you're not prepared, like it eats at you and it's scary. And at that level, like you have to be so prepared and you have to know what you're doing because it will walk right over you if you don't. And so it's, it's intimidating. And, um, and for me, I'm a professional. I love to be prepared and I love to keep exploring characters. So uh, I will always know my lines. And then you have to be malleable too, because sometimes they will rewrite that. And the day you get there, they're like, oh, by the way, mm. <laughs> they rewrote, especially on TV, that's happened. You know, like uh, I did Seaside New York for a while and um, I had these big, long scientific lines, but they would change those immediately. <laughs> you have to be like, you know, malleable. Yeah. So, but yes, for the most part, I try to know everything inside and out. Nice. All right. We have another patron question here. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite car from the movie? Meaning the first. Oh, wow. Other than his Jetta? Should we? Other than the Jetta. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Um, okay. I'm going to go with the Supra. I'm oh, yeah. With the Good Supra. choice. Yeah, because of just my memories with it. Uh, my memories with Paul with it, uh, my memories uh, that day on set with it. I think, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Supra. Um, Where did they get the Supra from? The like burnt, uh, wrecked one. I, I don't know exactly. I know that they rented these cars from people that actually own them. Oh, okay. Uh, like, okay. Cars. Yeah. Yeah, and then they made some duplicates, uh, obviously, so they can blow them up or <laughs> do what they want. Right. Shoot um, a machine gun at them. Right. Totally. I wish that I can go back in time and go revisit the cars and go and like look at them, be like, these are going to be famous, really, really famous one yeah. day. I wish, you know, like we, <laughs> even, we, we had the the, the, the the cameras that you uh, that you wind up back in the day taking some photos <laughs> on set. But right. I'm like, oh, man, man. I, I wish that I had had more documentation and stuff like that because it was timeless. It was timeless. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, me and my family were out in California. Uh, I guess it was two years ago now. And like, yeah. I wanted to go to like all the places. I wanted to go like Toretto's Market and to the house and, yeah. you know, all those places, but we just didn't have time. But like, I've seen you do like a couple like photo ops in front of the house yeah. and stuff like that. It's so cool that like, it just has been lasting this long. It's incredible. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I, yeah, I, funny enough and not intentionally, um, I don't live, live close to there anymore, but I had ended up moving towards the, towards the downtown area and moving and living within like literally like a five minute walk from oh, really? uh, fast house. Yeah. So I would go over there and obviously like do cameos and videos for people. And right. I, like, I like to go the extra mile if I can. And I know what that means to people. Um, but yeah. And especially pre-pandemic, even even now, like if I have a mask on, it doesn't matter. I could be a mile away over there, and people will still be like, "Wait, you're here!" <laughs> and they flip out. They flip out, and that's fun. That's that's yeah, fun that's awesome. they're like, "Oh, we're we're here visiting from the other side of the world. We don't expect to see anybody right. here, of course." Right, so. <laughs> right. And we really appreciate like. It's just like when you when we requested the cameo, you know, that's one thing. But then when you're like, I got to be on the podcast, we're like, really? Like, really wants to be on the podcast? That's like, it's such you're such a cool guy. I really appreciate, I appreciate it. That, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I think we all, you know, I, I, I just I just thought you guys were great right away and granny shifting. And I was like, oh, that's really clever. I like that <laughs> a lot. I think you guys are cool. And um, we're all here to elevate each other. And uh, I, I. Yeah, I, we're at that point, like, 20 years later, where I think it's fun to, like, talk about it. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, look back, because people are hungry for that. So I thank you guys for, for having me and hopefully have me back again. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, hopefully the the producers have you back, too. That's our real goal. Yeah. We're trying to... You know, right? They'll realize soon how popular you are. <laughs> They're going to totally. want you back on for radio. I appreciate that. 
I, I, there's not one Fast and the Furious fan that would be super stoked to see, to not, you know, be very super stoked to see Jesse come back. Everybody, oh, yeah. Would, oh, you were like the lovable, the lovable oh, character yeah. from the first Everyone one. I love Jesse. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think uh, Jesse was the audience. Jesse was the most relatable character. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's why he was the heart of the movie. And I think that's why it worked. Yeah. yeah. So was Paul as nice as he seems and what they've made him out to be? Because you Absolutely. know, there's like he's not like an Ellen DeGeneres, you know, where like behind the scenes he's actually like swearing at you guys and stuff. Is that what Ellen DeGeneres does? Yes, yeah, wasn't she like really mean to her Who? like assistants and stuff? No. Yeah, yeah, she got right. in all kinds of. You, did you hear about that? Yeah, there was some talk that uh, there, there had been some uh, toxic work environments. I think we've, <laughs> we've worked through those uh, with but, Ellen, uh, not with Paul. No, with, yeah, exactly. with Ellen, yes. Uh, I think <laughs> Ellen's, yeah, I think she made amends and it's all good. Um, okay. good. Definitely. I, you know, with Paul, man, he um, is obviously always so, uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 hard. it's, I still don't believe that he passed. You know yep. what I mean? Um, and I speak about him with great reverence and with, ultimate respect uh you know he was one of the the coolest guys that you ever met one of the most um thoughtful individuals always wanted to make sure that you were okay always wanted to make sure that you had food he or he he wanted it you know he was about um he was about life and he just was not an actor he was just not a movie star he was just a real guy who cared about people, who cared about him as his environment. And, you know, he's, he's dearly missed. I, I know, yeah. uh, you know, he touched so many people. And even to this day, I mean, I, you know, at events and car shows and people recognize me, man, there's just not one person that's just like, ah, Paul Walker, you know? Yeah. And he was that guy. He, he absolutely was. So, you know, and I can speak about that. Uh, his brother Cody is is a phenomenal class act. That uh, whole family. Um, so yeah, I I, I was uh, definitely honored to to have known him for a short time, uh, to have worked with him, um, and to be able to uh, share a a legacy of sorts, and to always be connected to him <clears throat> in that way is 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 amazing yeah. so you know um what can you say you know it's uh, uh still unbelievable but i i will say he is everything and more uh that people um have heard about him and it's all tremendous yeah that's awesome thanks yeah. for sharing that uh, we do have another patron question here i debated whether i would even ask you or not well, it was quite the yeah, change right. here oh sorry 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 okay. <laughs> all right it I, we it it off. that was heavy and beautiful yeah i, I wanted to like this is um lift it up a little bit questionable and uh this might, be, this might be controversial um but the patron asked it so i'm gonna ask you it's not coming from me it's coming from someone yeah, else. it's not us <laughs> yeah, we're unaffiliated with this content right now Okay. No. Okay. So I guess there's some feud between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock. Right. They, one called the other a candy ass. And so this this guy asked, "Who's the real candy ass, Dom or The Rock?" He wanted to get uh, your opinion. Oh wow. Um. So I I I have seen and heard about the the fallout uh, that they had, and I think um. You know, it gets complicated, right? And I think work environments like that definitely gets complicated. Um, and I will say that through the years, everybody is different and everybody comes at it from a different place. And whether I agree with it or not, I respect, you know, I'm like, whatever your process man, is, man, I, you know, I, I'm the guy, believe it or not, that kind of like keeps to myself. And I don't get in the middle of things. Um, so I will say um, I, I, I don't have a direct answer for that. Obviously. <laughs> um, out of respect for, for both guys, you know, yeah, but like I said, I, I haven't <laughs> spoken to Van or seen Van in, in years. And uh, it would be cool to one day. 
Um, and then I have a tremendous amount of respect for the rock and, you know, um, uh, the, <laughs> how he's presented himself and taken, you know, this and so many of his other movies to just rock. I mean, just rocket level success. And so I hope, I hope to work with him on a whole separate deal one day. I, I think that would be super cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we live in an era of social media, right? It's tricky. And yeah. it, it's so, we can read so much, you know, behind the lines. It's not there. And, um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer, unless you really know the person, it's impossible to know. Yeah. It's just impossible to know. So yeah, I appreciate that. What, yeah, yeah, right. So I think um, they've probably worked it out and, you know, they're cool. And, um, but, but uh, you know, and, and there is, you know, you know, involved, you know, and, and it does, it gets to that sometimes. And I think, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I personally, it's, um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I step out of it. I always do. Um, yeah, we, we don't, you don't need to give us an answer. Yeah, yeah totally. So yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I get it. I get why people are asking. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I've been gone for, I've been gone for 20 years. <laughs> what they need, you know how like a lot of these like Star Trek, Star Wars and all these other like weird, not weird, all these other like, like fan favorite movies and series where there's like a cult following right they get together for these conventions every year whether the show is you know 40 years old or two years old they get they need that for fast and furious yeah they need to get together at a convention a fast and furious convention where the the actors actresses are coming out and then fans are coming out you get the cars there oh yeah it would be cool we'll do it with dom dub he get the cars or the replicas at least and you totally and uh, they have started doing a lot of these car shows and of course i speak pre-pandemic and hopefully once we get through this i look forward to getting back out there and doing all these kind of cool car shows and yeah like at some point you know it's the where are they now you know the whole that's right to see that kind of stuff yeah (laughs) now since this doesn't have anything to do with granny shifting but since i have you yeah (laughs) oh boy (laughs) Yeah. What? What? Who is your favorite Star Wars character? Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Okay. Great. Should we tell him he has another podcast that's uh, called a sort of Star Wars podcast, purely based on it's Star Wars nerds. You know, I love it. I love it. I'm a uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love. I mean, talk about nostalgia. Talk about that feeling. I mean, I grew up watching the movies there's something magical about star wars that's unparalleled i should say unparalleled uh to anything else in my opinion um i love so many of the characters obviously han solo Mm -hmm. uh, and of course luke um and i I, i'm gonna i lean towards return of the jedi okay towards return Mm -hmm. of the jedi I know all of them are amazing. Empire, I, uh, how can you choose just one? <laughs> like, you have oh, to give them a heads up next time to think about oh, it. Totally, totally, I get it. Uh, and I do, I enjoyed the last movies. I did. Um, however, I think The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. something about that tone got it right. You know, yes. yep. I have not seen all of them, but something about what they did, I'm like, oh, I wish they could bring that to the screen a little bit. Yeah. Um, it just felt cool and, and kind of dark. And I, I like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Return <laughs> of the Jedi. And I yeah, think because choice. it just hits that right time in my childhood life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and yours and yours. Man. Um, I come back to a new hope, uh, a new hope and rogue one are two of my favorites. Um, and uh a new hope just because it was the first one i mean it's just like it's the one that started my love for star wars phantom menace is way up there for me um just because i was at that right age when it comes out a ton of people in star wars fandom do not like phantom menace it's not a great movie i'll be honest (laughs) but it's it's just that right time it was i mean that came out in 01 or 99 
something um, like that so yeah. yeah yeah that came out in 99 and so i was just like right at that age where it's like very influential totally. um but uh, a new hope just because of uh what it means to star wars is probably my favorite yeah i understand yeah uh, if they keep making them i'll keep watching i just oh yeah. Them, uh, yeah they're great That's right. yeah yeah and they're never going to be like it was, right? People are like, right. oh, it's not like the. Of course, it's not. It was in the eighties. You can't right. duplicate that. You know, yep. nothing will be the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I, I love you know the reimagining. I love the Mandalorian. I just think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Any other uh, Fast and Furious questions? Uh, Do you get tired of answering Fast and Furious <laughs> questions? No, no, actually, I, uh, like I said, you know, this movie was a game changer for me and the amount of love that I've received over the years. I'm like, how, how can I get mad at that? Um, you know, the only time I get mad is when people follow me into a restroom or something like that <laughs> and, and cross those lines. I know that happens. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's uh, even weirder when it happens for us. <laughs> 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 I I have been followed into restrooms and asked oh what Vigil is uh, like to work with. People have asked, <laughs> actually asked me that question. Um, and to me, that's crossing a line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm the coolest guy you'll meet. I'll, I'll take a photo. I'll sign an autograph. But do not ever follow me into a bathroom <laughs> and ask me. That's, that's when I'll be like, ask. yo. Yeah. 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 Give me that. Give me that. Um but yeah, no, um, I I appreciate um, being able to talk about it, and uh, Jesse's always going to be a huge gift in my life. So, and anytime that I can just like share that, and you know, let people come along on that journey, I'm all about it. Awesome, sweet. So you were just yeah, uh, trending on Twitter, weren't you? Like last month, your like name was like <laughs> hitting the headlines. What was that all about? That's tricky. It's a good one. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, yeah. So I, I was. Um, was that was an interesting situation. So you know, I haven't because I haven't really spoken about it yet. Uh, Do you know why? I'm not about it here first. Yes. So I was. Right. I, 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 I. It's the supernatural fandom um, mm. is quite uh, prevalent on Twitter. And uh, I had started doing these um, tweets from the, the from the roadhouse, and uh, they kind of took off, and people were uh, trending me, and uh, and uh, and then we were having some fun, and then some lines got crossed in terms of uh, some miscommunication on some tweets, and um, uh, people mistook some things I said as hurtful. Uh. And uh, I received uh, a, a backlash for the first time, and um, it, it broke my heart. It, it really did. I I I I pride myself on 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 um, lifting people up, you know, and right. and uh, and validating people. And so it was a an eye opener that uh, in speaking to the trending, it's funny because it's it's like it's like a flash. It's funny mm-hmm. like things don't in this in this in what we're in now it's like they they can turn mm-hmm. as quickly as they say they love you uh in oh, the yeah. same turn if they can hate you and then you're uh, all of a sudden the enemy and the evil so it's fascinating um I, that's what's yeah, so it's, tricky about social media i mean well you're we not talk- hearing what the pe- person is actually saying you're reading yeah. what they're writing you don't know how they mean it yeah, we and were talking about like, this earlier. You know, you're saying about people reading behind the lines and, you know, not not judging people because we don't, you know, really know their situation. But it's sad. And the other unfortunate part is, like, that's kind of what it takes to trend now. Yeah. Not, like, all the, like, good, happy stuff. I mean, occasionally, yeah. But, you, I mean, you want to make headlines, do something dumb or say something controversial, yeah. and that's totally. the way to do it. It's, it's a scary time. I, I have... It, it was eye-opening for me because I kind of always stayed out of it. You know, I, yes, I would, I got pretty involved, uh, you know, just lighting up, uh, you know, here and there on, on, I am, I can be, I don't know if do you guys follow me on Twitter. Are we Twitter friends? I think yes. we are. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. I can, I, I can be, I can, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm outspoken and I'm not afraid to cuss and I'm not afraid to say how I feel. Uh, yes. And it, it is tricky because I can be, 
dry as hell, man. And people like some, like for instance, like I had tweeted about, I thought it was funny. I'm like, why can't people, I wish that people would leave Harry, Megan and myself alone. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly the joke is that I am nowhere near at all, like what they're going through and the type of story. It was a joke, but people were taking it seriously. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know, guys, all due respect. So, yes, it's tricky now. And man, uh, I'm fascinated because every day it's something new. Somebody else is is going mm. through a whirlwind of of this and that, yeah. and it, yeah. like you said, it's not always good. <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah, you got you got to be really careful anymore. It's like it's even funny watching you know watching through the first movies, like the stuff, the amount of like racial profiling that goes on in the first film. You could yeah. never get away with it now. You like you show up to the car meet, and there's a group of Hispanic people standing here, and then the group of Asian people. It's like I don't know. We talk about it and joke about it, but you you just can't get away with that stuff now. It's yeah. It's uh people are very uh it's a different time. It's yeah, a different it's different. Time. And it's, yeah. you know, I'm all, uh, listen, I I I'm all about growth and I'm all about uh, a new awareness and like okay, yeah, maybe this stuff and this stuff was not appropriate. And uh, I'm all about that. And I think um some uh, there are stuff where you know there's a certain Twitter mob <laughs> that would just take people out and, right. and jump yeah. conclusions or read between the lines and, and assume something that was not meant that way. But, um, you know, it, no judgment here. We, yeah. Yeah, we see your uh, love. So. Yeah. Like waking Absolutely. up to that good morning tweets every day, every day, every day. <laughs> I love whenever somebody's like, oh, I love when you do that. And you say that because <laughs> I've been doing that for 10 years and you, every morning, if I can, if I'm feeling it, good morning tweets, and uh, you know, hey, yeah. it's like we're alive, we're alive. Yeah. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so just to confirm, they haven't reached out to you yet for the comeback for F10, right? <laughs> no. All right. No, but it's, no. We're fingers crossed. It's coming. Yeah. I so, appreciate that. So right now we're in the middle of uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, um, like halfway through the movie and our podcast. And we have no idea what's happening in LA. In the movie, we're in Miami, so they, That's could, true. they could do a whole like a whole, whole like what was happening during Too Fast back in LA with Jesse right. and everything, and Dom and they all could. that. Guys. Yep. hospital scenes and totally. Stuff. They're, they're, they're jumping over submarines now, I believe. <laughs> yes, they are. Anything's possible, and I, I think they're gonna. You know, like that's that's what we love about these movies is they make this all seem like oh that that seems yeah that works yeah yeah, I yeah, that. yeah yeah. So how would you want to be brought back if they were gonna bring you back? Oh, that's a great question. I think some sort of reveal, uh, just a, uh, you know, obviously uh, Jesse's age and um, there's some wear and tear. Uh, but I think if they could do it in just a, a cool way that sort of honors the the original and the nostalgic, um, maybe with the car, the Jetta, maybe something way cooler now. Who knows? You know, just right. I don't know. I think uh, sure they got CGI. They can make you twenty four again. Twenty four? Yeah. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> that, I think I I would love to play just a, a Jesse who's been through it. You know, yeah, that would be cool. He he. You know, obviously, I think uh, you know Jesse. He just went away. He just went away. You know, I don't and, believe it. Uh, yeah, you know, who knows? He's Maybe he's in it. a coma. He's he's in a coma. Twenty somewhere. year coma. Twenty year coma. He's, he's about coming to back. Up. They had to give him a bionic arm and he (laughs) (laughs) turned into a superhero. Hey, listen, 50 Cent got shot and became one of the (laughs) biggest and most famous rappers of all time. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You can do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Hashtag bring Jesse back. Yeah. Who started that? Because we thought we were going to start that hashtag and bring Jesse back. It's already a thing. Yeah, I appreciate Indeed. that. Well, we, me and Dom, me and Dom. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we when once he built the Jetta, it was kind of on from there, and, and the story's taken off. We've you know talked to magazines about all kinds of cool stuff, and it just continues. The story can, continues to grow, but it's you know it's more about just kind of like bringing back the nostalgia and bringing back the fun 
and letting people enjoy that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, right, should wrap us up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks again, uh, Chad, for being you. on the podcast. Thank yeah, I really you. appreciate it. It was great to talk to you. Yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, right back at you guys. This was nice. So the next one, we're going to force you to watch Tokyo, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Drift. Okay. When we get to Deal. the Tokyo Drift movie, and then we'll have you on, and we want to get your thoughts on that okay. sort of weird oddball. Everybody watched that and was like, this is a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll get Sean on here. You can meet him because you never met him, right? What's no, his huh? name? Lucas Black. Lucas Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like a like fisherman. Yeah. He, he, we follow him on Instagram too, but he's just out fishing all day. <laughs> and hunting. Yeah, yeah in Alabama. But anyhow. Yeah, man. Deal. deal. That sounds good. Next time, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll watch number three. And when you get your shirts, put them on. Put some, some, uh, do a little model photo shoot. Send it to us. Post it on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Tag us. <laughs> all day hey thank you guys so much man thank you so much yeah for having me. yeah yeah should we do, should we do uh, our outro i'm trying to remember i'm like my mind is yeah, like we're not in a uh... different space here. <laughs> um what do i say it's like always remember oh yeah thanks for listening i'm ryan and i'm jason and i'm chad and always remember winning's winning